it's been a while. Um, I'm not hitting those markers of when I'm supposed to release episodes. I know. I just kind of do it when it feels right and when I have the opportunity. And this is going to be one of those crappy audio, not as much driving, but on the road in the vehicle episodes. Uh, apparently, Dave Chappelle is supposed to have offended me again. Dave went on Saturday Night Live, and I've not got to see the full episode. Actually, I talked to a friend about that very thing last night and watched the monologue for like the third or fourth time again. Uh, and then that's really what's been on my mind a lot for the last day or two because I, I had seen the monologue just because somebody said Dave Chappelle was going to be on it. And I watched the monologue. I didn't know... Actually, I I, th- I thought maybe it was a joke about Kanye. Like I, d- I I don't know exactly what happened with Kanye West. Um, you know, I don't I don't watch, especially like entertainment news all the time. I don't watch if it's bands I like and stuff like that. Maybe, but like the tabloidy stuff and stuff like that. I I just I don't generally watch. So I didn't know what had happened with Kanye. Um, still don't actually. I, I, I only know from the context from from Dave Chappelle's opening monologue. Um, like apparently, I think Donald Trump's going to eat babies on TV last night. I don't. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't watch it. I, he has nothing to say that I want to hear. Uh, and, and I, you know, I, I don't. Uh, I, I just. I didn't hear it. Like, I, I don't blow out of proportion what he's going to do like one side does, and I don't care what he's going to do like the other side does. So I just, it doesn't, it doesn't interest me. Uh, and, and sometimes, like, really interesting things get by me because of that. And it's not always a conscious choice, you know. Sometimes I just don't have time. Like, there's other things. Like, I, I'm, I'm really good at getting addicted to social media and things like that at times. But I've got even better at just falling off of it. Like I, I'm not real in it, not real involved in the world right now as it is. You know, um, I just read an amazing book. Actually, I'm, I need to be honest. I need to get the physical book just because of the notes at the end. I did not read. I did a audio book, um, the Chaos by Tom O'Neill, the the Manson thing. I actually went through that audiobook twice, and uh, I need to order the physical copy because, wow. I mean, that's a really interesting book. And in a book I hadn't read in years, I just drug back out, Tale of Two Cities by Dickens. I- I've been checking that out. I've been writing some stuff. I've been working on a script. Um, uh, not a prescription. You know, I ain't from them streets, son. A script, like a movie script. Um, I probably need the prescription for the vast number of mental illnesses I have, but uh, right now we're just we're, we're concentrating on the movie script. Uh, for just a little short film, something I'm trying to put together, adapt a short story to it. Anyway, uh, you know, um, but I, I am fairly isolated right now, so I'm not I'm not seeing a, a lot of stuff. And there's times that I'm I'm not as isolated, and there's times that I that I am. Um, and right now is one of those times when I'm kind of withdrawn. But entertainment news is always something that's gonna. Uh, unfortunately for Kanye, and like, I don't mean this in a douchey or a uptight or like a better than one. Like, if it involves a Kardashian, and unfortunately he's been lumped into that. Now Pete Davidson's been lumped into that. Like, if it involves a Kardashian, I'm not. I'm not gonna stop. And look, you know what I mean. Like, I'm. I'm not gonna give it attention. 
Uh, and I'm not, I don't wish any ill will towards us, but I'm just, I'm just not. But I didn't realize upon first seeing it, which I should have. I should have realized when the clip was everywhere that there was some controversy to what Dave Chappelle said in the monologue. So now at this point, it's like a 15-minute monologue. I've listened to the monologue about four or five times. And the good thing about being kind of separated from things is you're kind of an outsider. And from an outsider-looking-in perspective, I don't know which one's the salacious statement. Is it what he said in regards to Trump? Or is it what he said in regards to what Kanye said uh, about who runs Hollywood? Uh, And I really don't know. Or is it a combination of the two, you know? Because this is the thing, like, there's, there's been only two people that have really said anything to me about it. And both of them kind of come from different standpoints on that. So it could have went. It, it kind of went one way for one and one way for the other. But my friend mentioned it last night, and she never really said anything about it. Just like, have you seen it? So I took it as she kind of watched it like I did. Like, I figured it was a good episode of of Saturday Night Live because he's always good when he's on Saturday Night Live. So I'd like to see it. Um, but, you know, I, I don't I don't have any... I wasn't offended. I didn't see anything to be offended by in seeing it blind and that that is to say going in seeing it that I shouldn't be offended and maybe I shouldn't maybe that's being blown out of proportion because sometimes that happens sometimes when you are kind of separated from from you know the the rumor mill and 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 the entertainment cycle like things will be misrepresented so so maybe there's not a lot of shock value out there maybe a lot of people aren't worried about it but I have to come into that kind of ignorant you know but just to break it down in, in into two sections, or three maybe, um, one to just talk about it in general. Like, um, D- Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle is probably at this point completely taken over as my favorite comedian of all time. I've always been a big fan of comedy, and, and you know, I I love Carlin, but there was times when Carlin, to me, pandered in a way that was contrary to his his original uh, sense of of who he was. And, and, and that's not a knock. Like I like Carlin. Like I I know I've pandered, but like it, we all fall short of, of expectations that we instill in others based on previous things. It's not to say that Carlin isn't good, but there was a point in time when, you know, maybe Carlin was. And there was a point in time with somebody like Mitch Hedberg because it was just so, just, you know, it wasn't cerebral. You didn't have to try to break it down. Like, it was just funny, you know. And Cat Williams for years was probably just no political nothing this that and just just funny cat williams was just there you know um chris rock writing wise is one of the best comics i think i've ever seen but the delivery the voice the presentation doesn't do it for me it's not bad by any system same way with louis like i know louis great i i, I see the structure and all this but 
it, it doesn't do it for me. <coughs> Sorry, no cough button. Um, but with with Chappelle, it, it's all around presentation at this point in his career. There was points in Chappelle's career early on when his stand-up kind of really just bored me. You know, I love Chappelle's show, but some of Chappelle's stand-up before that, it it just it didn't hit there for me. Uh, you know, and like you take Pryor. To to me, Pryor, it's, it's hard to ever say Pryor's not right there at number one. Um, whereas, okay, was Eddie Murphy maybe funnier? Yeah, uh, raw and delirious to the greatest specials I think I've ever seen, but. There was a social element and a truthful element, and there was a sense of pain and a sense of emotion in prior that you didn't get in 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 Eddie Murphy. You know, Eddie Murphy was the commercial version, and and I don't mean that in a negative way because being commercial is not always negative. Uh, and uh, you know that's that's a fact I didn't understand for a long time. But to me, uh, Chappelle not only is he funny, but it's his. His ability to be observant and and to be funny that entertains you, but it's a it's his ability and it's his willingness to look at all sides of something and say things that aren't popular, things that people don't want you to say, let alone to think, but they definitely don't want you to say it. And he doesn't have a problem saying that. He doesn't have a problem expressing those thoughts, expressing those feelings. And I think that that monologue was a prime example of that. I'll tell you somebody who I think does it very, very well uh, and and does it in a completely different style, but I think Ricky Gervais does that very, very well. Ricky Gervais likes to say the things that are uncomfortable, not to be shocking. I don't think Chappelle does it to be shocking either. Ricky Gervais does it because not only is it uncomfortable, but a lot of people really believe it and really feel that it's true and it's really worth saying and you're really not supposed to say it because it, it, it's it's not uh, appropriate, I guess, is, is the right word. Uh, but Chappelle is, is good at that. He's a, he's a master at that. And I think that that monologue from Saturday Night Live was a prime example of that. He took two things that were very unpopular with two different camps of people and said it. Now, break down Kanye first. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm not a huge Kanye West fan. Like, I don't know a lot about him. It's not because it's rap. I, I, I like Jay-Z. I like Killer Mike. I, you know, I like Nas. I like Tupac. Um, there, there's a lot of rap that obviously it's not my main genre of music, but I don't really have one. Metal probably would be that one main genre of music, but I pull an equal amount from about everything else. <coughs> Sorry. Um, but, like, there's songs of Kanye's I thought were interesting. I, I don't... It doesn't mean somebody's not good or that I feel that they're not good or talented because I don't listen to them. There's just not anything there that I identify with. Not like I can identify with the life or struggle of Biggie or Tupac or... Uh, Jay-Z, but there's something there, at least musically or lyrically or the way they write, the way that they rap something about it, I can at least, you know, hook on to that I just don't get from him. And, and there may be something of his I'm missing. I don't know. But as to say, I don't have anything against Kanye. 
I unlike apparently based on what Dave said, I, I do believe Kanye has some mental illness that's causing him some trouble. Um, and I do believe that um, you can blame a statement like that on mental illness. That that is a good enough excuse, uh, which was brought up in 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 the stand, in the monologue. Um, but am I offended by the fact that that Dave Chappelle touched that topic? I'm like, well, no, like. He he's he's done it before with uh, with different entertainers that have had issues that he liked or didn't like. He's never been apologetic about being uh, current and 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 tackling what's in the zeitgeist at that moment in time. And I think that's important. It makes him relevant. And even to somebody like me who's outside of that and not really paying attention. <clears throat> Sorry, I've been sick. Who's not been paying attention to it? Like, I still am in on the entertainment aspect of it because of the way it's delivered. But my understanding is, um, I guess, uh, basically, he said the, the Jews run Hollywood and entertainment and. You know, do I think Kanye West believes? I don't know. Like I, I, I don't know enough about Kanye. No, is is some of this an act? Is some of this really fully mental illness? Like, I don't, I don't know. And he lost a lot apparently from saying this. A lot of money and a lot of different things. And it's a rough statement. If. if if you allow it to be. I don't know what the numbers are. Somebody have to run the numbers. But the impression given by pop culture, by common discussions among common people, the impression given by the movie industry, the entertainment industry, the way it's spoken of, the, the way it's joked about, hinted at, and went around. If I were from another planet or from another country who if I was from another country and I knew nothing about America and nothing about Hollywood and nothing about the music industry and the movie industry other than these tropes and these <coughs> sorry I'm holding these in I'm trying to let nothing but my throat to get tickled in these big long rants. Um, that's that's better. But if, if all I ever knew was what I'd been exposed to in, in popular culture, and that's to say from an outsider being exposed to it. So I'd heard the jokes that a million stand-up comedians have said about how Jewish people run, you know, and and in the references of movies and songs and, and whatever. And I came to America and the first news story I seen was Kanye West, you know, blah 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 for saying Well, there, there's only two logical things there is 
is is it true and you're not supposed to say it or is is it just satire and for some reason he's being attacked for the satire i do am i sitting here saying well the jewish people run hollywood i don't know i think there's a lot of jewish people in hollywood i think there's a lot of jewish people in the music industry i think there's probably a lot of jewish people in banking I think in the right neighborhoods, in the right areas, in the right countries, there's probably a lot of Jewish people in um, bakeries, uh, in police departments, in fire departments, in school systems. I'd say it's proportionately dependent upon your area. Possible to say that about a lot of things. I don't know. Do I think Kanye said it as... An assault on Jewish people? I don't know. I really don't know the context of this or where it's coming from. And I thought about that and I thought, well, before I talk about this, let me see why he's saying it. What the context... But no, that's not the point. The point is, should I be offended by Dave Chappelle's monologue? So then I think, well, let me look up and see what people are offended by in Dave Chappelle's monologue. And I was like, no. Let me just address this monologue and look at the only things I see that possibly could have offended anybody and see if I can get offended by it. So not knowing the context, not knowing how or why or, or if Kanye said these things, I can't make a determination on how I feel about Kanye's statement. But I did hear the monologue. You know, the one done by a comedian that tells jokes and shit. And I can tell you that from listening to that monologue, I don't have a problem with what Dave Chappelle said. I can't tell you what Dave Chappelle believes in his heart. That at the end of those statements when he said, it ain't the craziest thing to think that, you know, Blah, blah, blah. I can't sit and tell you that Dave Chappelle does or does not believe the same thing that Kanye believes. I don't know. Because that was an act. It was an act that has a lot of observational humor. <coughs> things of that nature. But it was still an act. It was still a monologue for a comedy show. And I wasn't offended by it. I'm sorry. I wasn't. And I'm not going to be. Now to the second part of the show or the monologue that I assume could be the only other reason why anybody's upset is the Trump angle. And it's kind of two parts. One, Dave says something very, very important. The Trump thing, it's not over. You know, it, it it's not. I, do I think <clears throat> Sorry. Do I think this guy's ever getting in the White House again? No. Reason being, I think the Republican Party will keep their distance from him. Um, if, if he runs and a Republican runs, obviously that'll split some votes. Uh, I think he would get more votes than the Republican, sadly, or maybe not sadly. I don't know. But it would split those votes, and, and the Republican Party really don't want to do that. Um, now, if Biden runs again, 
and the Republicans go, nah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna interfere. We're gonna let Trump do this. Then yeah, it's possible, but I don't think it's likely. Now, he's right. People haven't given up on Trump. You know, it's like he said, maybe in New York you would think that. But in Ohio, where he lives, he doesn't see that. And in eastern Kentucky, where I live, I don't see that. And in West Virginia, where I work often, I don't see that. In Virginia, where I am quite often, I don't see that. And even up into Pittsburgh, I don't see that. Well, not quite into Pittsburgh, into Pennsylvania. Uh, going to Tennessee, I don't see that. Um... I don't really see that anywhere. I don't see that on the news and in the media. I, I, I don't see that it's over. Do I wish that it was over? Yeah. Do I wish that Biden was done? Yeah. Uh, do I wish we actually had the opportunity for once in my life to have a real president? Yes, of course I do. Um, you know. But we, we don't. But I can see... Uh, very woke people being one offended by the Kanye comment and two offended by the any type of defense whatsoever of Trump. Uh, and I don't think Dave was defending Trump, not even a little bit. I think he was explaining to you why people that were not of the same background as him loved Trump and he understood it because he's seen similarities in their struggle. Probably the most unpopular thing or one of the most unpopular things I've ever said on this podcast were remarks about Kennedy. Um, Kennedy was in bed with the mob, stole the election in Chicago, stole the presidency, didn't pay back to the mob and got whacked for it. Um, that's unpopular because people love him. I think he's a bad dude. He wasn't a good husband. I mean, that's that's pretty clear. He was unfaithful and dishonest and untrustful. And then they say, well, that shouldn't matter in the White House. And it shouldn't because, as I can tell, probably all of them did, except for Nixon. He was too ugly. I don't think even Nixon could, I don't, I don't even think the presidency could help him. But he... he, he how we're not to the point that we can't say, yeah, Chicago mob definitely helped him. You know, I don't, I don't know. And how we're not to the point that we aren't willing to say, yes, the CIA and, and, and the mob colluded like they have on numerous things to, to have him taken care of. And that's not right. And then not only that, they got away with it. <clears throat> and to be the anti-conspiracy guy, people look at that as being conspiracy. I don't. I look at it as being pretty well provable at this point. But the point is, people still love him for that. I don't understand it. I do. I do. And that's, 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 that's facetious. I, I, I do. I do understand it. He done so much good that to some people, it outweighs the bad that they don't believe. <clears throat> now to me, he done some good, and his good was better than a lot of the bad 
that the people before and after him did. And so I'm fine with that. But I don't have an emotional attachment to this guy that I don't know. And when you state factual statements about him, they don't get angry just because they don't paint a portrait of him that's not flattering. I understand them to be what they are, the truth. But I also understand that people are the good and bad of themselves. They're, they're equal parts of each sometimes. And, and nobody's perfect or good all the time. But then you've got the aspect of the monologue where he calls Trump the honest liar. And I've heard a couple different takes on this. Some say they felt like it was a compliment on what kind of leader he was. I don't get that. But, hey, you know, it is what it is. And then some people saying that um, it was an assault on a former president, you know. And, and I imagine how people's minds go with that. And, and, you know, I can hear them saying those things. It's just the truth. Everything Dave said was true. He just found a way to make it entertaining and fun. There's all the reason in the world to say nothing but negative things about Trump. And when you do that, you, you, do, you diminish anything that he done. If he accomplished anything in his presidency of good, you can diminish it that way. But that's the easy way out. Dave didn't have to do that. Dave used intelligence and, and sentence structure and, and the way he said things and, and the way his mind works. To let you know, it's not a good guy. It's not a good person, not a great person. Not a hero, not somebody to be admired, but to people that don't understand that, to people that's being in a hard spot, this is how and why they can justify it. It's just an intelligent move on his part. And then you, you get, you know... The rest of, of the monologue is it's just good jokes here and there and stuff like there's a lot of a lot of good lessons to learn every time Dave does stand up and that's weird like you you I don't think a lot of people I think it's weird to a lot of people it's not weird to me I don't think a lot of people uh, listen to Carlin or listen to Pryor or listened. Uh, to a lot of these stand-up comedians and Bill Hicks and said, let me try to learn something from them. They're not the greatest minds of our time, or maybe they are. I don't know, but that's not what's up for judgment. So up for judgment is, are they entertaining? And then from that, is there anything else you can take from it? I think Dave Chappelle's funny as hell. And did it change me as a person or did it ruin my night or did it teach me something I could never have learned I don't know but I know this I don't know a lot about Kanye and it gave me a perspective a perspective I can't get on my own a perspective from being a poor African American who has made it into an industry and become an affluent black American who is now possibly dealing with mental issues and is being, you know, in their mind attacked and other people's mind being irresponsible with what they say or being hateful with what they say. Like, I can't, 
there's no way. Like, Kanye don't know what it's like to be a poor white guy from Eastern Kentucky from Appalachia. I know he don't. That's just like Dave said. You know, he he understood. He didn't feel the same way as those Trump poor Trump supporters that lived around him. Those poor whites that lived around him. And, and that, you know, I, I do know people, because he says things like that in the past, and I know white, very racist white people who don't like black people to begin with, who like, see, that's racist. He shouldn't have said that. I wouldn't have never said that. Whereas I've heard them say unforgivable things about African Americans. That's beside the point. But he found something in their common background to identify with and take the time to understand. So if you're a white, middle class, lower up, upper lower class, I guess is basically what we are in Eastern, from Eastern Kentucky, who's so anti-Trump. And you, you can't at least look at it and go, okay, I understand how this got here. I understand how he got here. Because let me tell you something. The way you ensure that something like Trump doesn't happen again is you identify where it came from. It, but you identify it correctly. You don't make asinine assumptions of, yeah, it came from hatred. No, not every time it didn't. It come from racism. No, not every time it didn't. Well, it come from lack of education. Not every time it didn't. If David Chappelle, who is as far outside of the demographic of Trump supporters as you can find, except for that one, like, point one, 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 one percent that was Kanye. Um, if he can find that common ground, then why can't you? I'm not saying support the guy, because that's not what he's saying. But on the same end, on the same end, if you're that Trump supporter, why can't you take the time to try to see outside of what you see as your own best interest and look at the best interest of other people? Because to me, that monologue done two things. It done the two, three things. Done the three things that a Dave Chappelle monologue always does. Number one, and most importantly, the only reason it works, whether a stand-up monologue, a speech at Mark Twain, whatever it is, it's funny. And it's always funny. And that matters. Doesn't matter how much of it's funny, how how what the what the comedy mix is. Compared to the whole, it is just important that it's funny because that's what I came for. Number two, it's always truthful. Now, the word you'll see publicly when it's reviewed and talked about won't be truthful, it'll be controversial. But a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times, controversial is truthful. Because it hurts to see the truth in things that you don't like. Number three, one thing, the third thing it's always, I always expect to get from Chappelle is it's thoughtful. 
It's thoughtful in the way that it's delivered. It's thoughtful in the way that it was crafted. And it's thoughtful in its nature, and I really believe that. So, yeah, I watched Dave Chappelle's monologue on Saturday Night Live. And I wasn't offended. I wasn't converted to a Jewish-hating mongrel. Uh, I wasn't... <coughs> turned to a Trumper. Um, I, I, I don't know. Nothing negative came from it. I didn't see that he was trying to get any agenda across. I don't know why they were offended. But I think back to something I said. And I said it on this podcast I know. But I've said it in public in conversations a couple times. And the reaction I get is a reaction of hatred and disdain. I feel that in regards to Palestine and Israel that terrorist organizations in Palestine have launched terrorist activities towards Israel. And I believe in a lot of ways in the way they handle themselves and the way they react and the things that they do and and in certain instances over throughout history that Israel has behaved as a terrorist state as well. And that peace would be a lot easier if both sides agreed to stop their terrorist ways. That's a very, very unpopular statement. And if I was as famous, and I never will be, as Kanye West, or if I was as intelligent and thought-provoking and as famous, and I never will be, as Dave Chappelle, and if some show was crazy enough to let me have a monologue like Saturday Night Live, and they never will. That one statement could take away everything that I may have if I were famous. And Dave said, first stand-up special back on Netflix, and he referenced it in the monologue, I don't want a shoe deal because as soon as I got a shoe deal, I'd say something and they'd take my shoes from me. Yeah, I'd love to be rich and famous. Not for the fame, just for the money because I'm lazy and I'd like to not have to work and I'd like to be able to do this all the time. No excuses and no reason I couldn't. But that's not in the books for me. But even if it were, the fact that I say things that I believe, even when they're not popular, they take my shoes too. 